At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, good morning. It is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in a week out from the Super Bowl. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi, if you're concerned, both the Eagles and the Chiefs will land in Arizona today, sometime early this afternoon. It's an NFC stadium. So your Eagles, yes, Ocean City, your Eagles will head mm-hmm. to the training facility there for the Cardinals. They're going to wear their dark green uniforms this year. And then Arizona State will host the Chiefs to train, and they're going to wear the white jerseys with the red pants. What stands out there? I'm guessing nothing. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Patrick. Yeah, nothing. I mean, look, I, I, I do love the Chiefs uniforms, so especially when they wear the white shirts with the red pants. And, you know, Philly's kind of has gone back and forth. I prefer the e- old Eagle uniform. I, I think if Me I were too. a commissioner, I would make a rule. If you win a championship in the 60s with a uniform, that old Eagle uniform, that gr- Kelly Green is still mm-hmm. my favorite, but uh, they've kind of changed and, and moved into a different direction. So it'll be fun. I, I like Super Bowls that match uniforms that you don't even recognize what year it is. Could it be 1980? Could it be 60? Could it be, you know, today? Like the Steelers or the Raiders, those kind of teams, you know, like your Lions changing that beautiful uniform makes no sense. I totally agree with you. That old school green of the Eagles don't love the dark green, but they will be donning it. By the way, for Eagles fans, they are nine and three in the dark green this year. As we get the show started, Michael Lombardi, that has changed the color of the green. But you know what hasn't changed? The line. We're a line freeze right now. It's one and a half. It has been for what? The last three, four days, right? With the Eagles laying it here. Yeah. And and, and on, on the board that I look at every morning, it seems more money. Uh, that, that it's funny the 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 ticket count and the t- money is exactly the same and that's really unrare right the money line money is favoring Philadelphia 6337 the money in just in the spread is 6139 so those are very close you know and mm-hmm. the money line ticket count is 5050 so when you get a spread this close you know the the money line's going to be more in play than it would be with a a longer spread so and, and obviously you're not going to get as much value on the money line because the line's so tight. So, I mean, I think this is going to continue to go all the way through. I fully expect the, the receivers of the Chiefs to play. I fully expect the Eagles to have their full cast. So I do think we're going to get a – the Chiefs will be at 98% health, and I think the Eagles will be at 100. 
Yeah, I think it's well put. 51 on the total opener. Everybody now 50 and a half. So we've dropped about a half a point. Again, the Eagles laying a point and a half. So today, a travel day. Yesterday, I'm assuming for the teams, Michael, logistics, so much to work on as far as organizing tickets and family. They'll fly in. They'll have media availability. They'll get some practices in. Practice at the team hotel. It's just going to, from here on out, it's kind of, we're now downhill, right? We had that week ramping up, and now we start to go downhill to get to the Super Bowl here. Yeah, I mean, now we're just, you know, making sure everybody understands the game plan, gets in line, and, uh, you know, keep them fresh. I think that's going to be the most important thing. I mean, when you go through the the injury report of the Eagles and you see a lot of guys with rest, you know, they're, most of their offensive linemen, Slay, Bradbury, those guys t- all took rest days. I mean, they're going to kind of gear it up a little bit this week as we go in. You know, Wednesday will be a typical Wednesday practice, Thursday, Friday, and then get ready for the game. So, you know, you try to block out as many distractions as you possibly can. Once they get to that hotel, if they're staying kind of where we did out in, in, in by the fa- facility, you know, it's it's got a lot of room. You can do a lot of different things out there, and you have to have security because there's other people in the hotel, uh, you know, family members and all that. So it'll be, it'll be a good time. I mean, I think the, one thing I do know is that Philly having veteran leadership and the – the, the Chiefs having Andy Reid and their veteran leadership and haven't been there before, they'll handle it. I'm sure the discussions today as the Chiefs and Eagles both travel to Phoenix, uh, they're excited because VEASAN will be on site for the first time in its tenure Absolutely. here at the Super Bowl. So my, my assumption is the us, Eagles yes. will be, yeah, they'll be discussing that. Stay away from that Lombardi. He asked the tough probing questions. I'm sure that's what they're talking about right now. All right. So yesterday, Michael, we talked about your friend Andy Reid, one of the all-time greats at this point. 130 wins, success, 14 years in Philly. 117 wins, success, a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Just a great career. What's fascinating is we've talked about the Super Bowl with the storylines. The Kelsey Bowl, right? Now the Reed Bowl, taking on his former team. How about the fact that the dude and Nick Sirianni, we should get to know him now, that Andy Reed passed on on that chief staff in 2012 has a chance to ruin the Reed Bowl as he coaches the Eagles. When Andy Reed was hired uh, at the Chiefs there in 2012, Sirianni was already on the staff. He didn't procure him. He was very impressed by him, but he kind of brought Andy Reid his own talent and his own staff to Kansas City, so he let him go. Remember, Sirianni goes on to the Indianapolis Colts to become the offensive coordinator for three seasons with Frank Reich. So kind of full circle here with uh, with Nick, yeah. Nick Sirianni. And which is very common in the National Football League, right? So whenever a new coach comes in, he basically, you know, doesn't even, which I think is one of the, the most ridiculous things of all time is uh, NFL coaches don't, they, they think devotion is more important than loyalty. And what's the difference, right? When someone's devoted, they don't tell you what you think they need to hear. When someone's loyal, they'll tell you what you need to hear. So NFL coaches are always looking for people that are devoted. You know, I got to have guys to watch my back. I got to have guys to watch my back. And so what happens is, is they don't even give the people on the staff a chance. They won't even interview them. I mean, Frank Wright goes into Carolina, he'll go into Carolina, and basically he just, you know, just puts them out there. I mean, and they lets them go. Unless somebody in the front office is saying, hey, this guy's a really good young coach. You need to hang on to him. You really need to really see what he does. I mean, Seriani goes to Kansas City as a quality control coach at, at, at 28 years old on that staff, you know, and he gets hired there, you know, for, by Todd Haley. And Todd Haley brings him in through, you know, the IUP connection. So Todd Haley's father, Dick Haley, was at Indiana, Pennsylvania, and they kind of probably knew the family, knew the father. Father was a coach. Gets him a job with, 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 with Todd, and then he's there, and they like him in the building. But then when they make the change, Andy comes in and says, okay, I'm, you know, everybody's out of here. And, and that's the hard part because you lose good coaches if you don't give them a chance. I haven't worked with them. I don't know them. That's an excuse everybody offers. And they want people around them that they're comfortable with that they don't have to retrain. And I think sometimes you lose sight of really good coaches. And obviously, you know, Seriani, I don't think it's a grudge because it's part of the business we've chosen. You know that going in when a new coach, Sean Payton, goes to Denver. There's probably some really good coaches on that Denver staff, but he may not keep them because he doesn't know them. No, it's well put. 
You're going to bring in people you're familiar with. You know, it's interesting with Nick Sirianni, who's 41, Michael. He's 25 and 12 in his two seasons as the Eagles head coach, two playoff appearances, and now he's got a Super Bowl appearance. What's fascinating is the players talk about how he's a great communicator. That's surprising because that awkward, cringe-inducing introductory press conference that he had as the Eagles head coach. Now he's turned into a great communicator and he communicated his feelings about Reed not procuring him. He had a guy, um, he was, I, you know, I really re- admired that he, he pulled me into the office and, and asked to meet with me and, 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 uh, and, and told me, you know, face to face that, you know, he had a guy, but her, had heard good things about me. And I appreciated that. And uh, his honesty, his, you know, his ability to get to me as soon as he possibly could so I could move on and, and find another job. Um, and so I, I didn't, I didn't get a chance uh, to, to pick his brain at all on anything like that, but um, got a ton of respect for Coach Reed and, and who he is as a person and who he is as a coach. Uh, his record speaks for itself, but, I mean, you talk to anybody and, and, and they think even higher of him as a person. And so um, do I know him all that well? No, but, uh, you know, I have a high, high amount of respect for him. Okay, that's Eagles coach Nick Sirianni talking about being let go or not procured by Andy Reid in 2012 when Reid took over the Chiefs. Now, to Reid's defense, he did say he thought Sirianni had a great personality and knew and had heard how great he was coming over to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, look, that that's what they all say when they when they get ready. You know, <laughs> they say that, but then they still send you out the door, right? How does that make any sense? Right. Oh, I hear he's a great coach, but by the way, you're out of here. You know, and so that's just the that's the NFL in a nutshell. I mean, you have no ability to if you don't you have. That's why you have to have a sponsor. You have to have somebody who's your sugar daddy. You have to have somebody who's going to kind of take <laughs> care of you. He got into the NFL through Todd Haley and, and his association with Dick Haley and. Todd's father and then from there you build relationships within there and then you know I think he went from there he went to uh, I think he went to the Chargers yeah he went out to San Diego and then he had to restart his career again so he was a wide receiver coach his last year with, with Todd Haley or Romeo Cornell, I should say and then you know he goes back to being the quality control coach of San Diego and he kind of gets himself going there and then he goes and coaches quarterback so you know you just kind of have to kind of have to kind of work your way through but what, what he did was he met Frank right there when he's on the Mike McCoy staff he meets Frank right there and then the next thing you know he's able to stay on you know Mike McCoy lasted I think he lasted three years out there and Frank Wright was his guy so when when he's able to get the he's able to get the gig he goes with Reich to 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 the to the uh to the Colts when Reich becomes the coach and to keep it familial and full circle, Michael Lombardi, so Sirianni, 41, doesn't call plays in Indianapolis. Prior to Indianapolis, the Chargers. He met Shane Steichen, who's 37. He interviewed yesterday for the Indianapolis Colts job. He's the offensive coordinator now with Sirianni. Then he goes to Indianapolis. He meets Jonathan Gannon, who was there on the Colts staff. He brought him over to run the defense. He's interviewing for head coaching jobs. So it's all intertwined. Yeah. There's, a, there's very much it's a web It's all intertwined. Here. There's definitely a web, and it's all about the contacts that you have and the relationships that you build when you're in these places. I mean, he was in San—I mean, he was in San Diego, Los Angeles for five five years. I mean, that's a long yep. time. And Mike McCoy was there, and then Anthony Lynn comes in and kept him. So it's a long time, and that's the bulk, and that's where he built his relationships. Can Nick Sirianni, the guy that wasn't kept with the Chiefs by Andy Reid, ruin the Reid Bowl? We'll find out in seven days when we come back. How much of the game plan is set? Like we just said, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of obligations once you get to Phoenix. Michael Lombardi wrote about this in the Lombardi Look Ahead. We'll get into that next as we just get started here on a Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. 
In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, a resounding hit last year, that being the VSIN Big Game Help Desk. So if you have questions about hedging, which can be philosophical, prop insights, in game opportunities, if you're wondering what to do on the big game, make sure you submit your big game questions at the help desk. Submit your questions, vcin.com slash helpdesk, and it could be answered by our experts on the air or in the daily newsletter, which you can go over to vcin.com right now and sign up for free. Cost nothing, the vcin daily. Make sure you check it out. The help desk is ready to go. We've got our operators on standby, ready to answer your questions as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. You know, it's interesting. Uh, before we get right back into the game, a couple of news and notes as far as coaches being hired. I think this will excite America's team as the America's team is known as the Cowboys, Michael Lombardi. They've got themselves a new offense coordinator. This does not surprise you because you had this to say on the Lombardi line. They're rearranging that coaching staff down there, but McCartney's doing the hiring. Do I, I think McCartney would like to see Brian Schottenheimer become the offense coordinator. That's what I hear. You know, I think he would love that. Well, I think you're right, because yesterday it was announced that Brian Schottenheimer, the 49-year-old, much-traveled offensive coordinator, has been hired. And McCarthy, of course, is going to call plays. But your thoughts, you called it uh, Schottenheimer there with the Cowboys. Yeah, and when I was talking there, uh, uh, Kellen Moore was still on the coaching staff. So, you know, what I was suggesting was there was going to be a movement on Kellen Moore, which there was, and then Schottenheimer takes over. Look, Mike McCarthy worked for Brian's father. Uh, Marty in Kansas City knows them well. They've been, you know, their family friend. They trust each other. They know they run the they they run the same offense. They're philosophically kind of aligned. Even though Brian comes from the numerical system, the Sid Gilman system, if you will, and McCarthy learned the West Coast system at at pretty much every place he's been. So they kind of have a linkage together, and it helps the play caller to have somebody else who's called plays you're talking to on this headset, so that you know if it gets a little stale or if it gets uncomfortable hey why don't you take it over for a couple series and see how it goes and then the communication between Dak Prescott and Mike and Brian are all the same it's there's no but there's no in between that that was what always bothered me about the the Kellen Moore that Mike took that job knowing Kellen Moore was going to take take the, the play calling and so the communication between what Kellen Moore's teaching and what Mike wants to teach to me was always kind of messed up and never in sync. I think now they have it in sync, and their players are going to have to play to the level that they do that. They'll franchise Tony Pollard, I think, for certain, and then they'll restructure Zeke, and they'll go into the draft and try to figure out how they're going to get to the next level with where they are. 
it's it's just human nature to fraternize with who you're comfortable with, right? And work with who you're right. comfortable with and who you trust. It goes back to our original conversation, Michael, where Sirianni's an up-and-coming young head coach, 2012. The Chiefs, of course, Andy Reid hired, and he lets them go. So, again, he wanted to bring in his people, and that continues that thread, Schottenheimer now with McCarthy, and even Peyton down with the Broncos, a young and up-and-coming defensive coordinator, uh, Evero, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He's going to be finding other opportunities as maybe uh, another person close to Peyton brought in on that staff, which is not out of the ordinary. Well, I mean, look, you know, he's going to probably try to find somebody who he can coach the philosophy he wants to coach, you know, and Evero is from the Vic Fangio system. And for him to kind of go back in there, he interviewed for the job. See, here's the hard part. He interviewed for the head coach job. He didn't get it. So now he's got to go back in there and say, okay, do I really want to stay here after I was basically I didn't get the job or am I better off going somewhere else like Minnesota? He'll get an opportunity to be a coordinator somewhere else. I mean, it happened all the time. I mean, Tony Dungy got fired in Pittsburgh. He had to go to Minnesota, you know, from there. You know, we, we had an opportunity to hire Tony Dungy in Cleveland uh, when he got fired in Pittsburgh and and – you know, for whatever reason, the coach didn't want to hire him, and then he goes to Minnesota and he starts his career back over again. I mean, this happens. The one thing I'd say to, to my two sons who work in the league, you know, getting fired is really not about who you are as a person. It's about the system. Because when great coaches like Belichick, Marty Schottenheimer won 200 games, and when coaches like that get fired, it's more about the system than it is you not being up to the level. And I think you have to measure that and keep that in perspective. Yeah, timing, circumstance, it, it all adds up. You're 100% right. So nobody, one name. Nobody goes through Go this thing untainted. Nobody goes no. through this thing untainted. There's no coach that gets through it without getting having some sense, of, okay, you can go somewhere else. And that's just life in general, kids. That's a good lesson today. That's our pro tip. You're not going to get through your vocation or life untainted. So be prepared and, and get ready and be tough. Now, one name that you've brought up incessantly, it looks like maybe you've been yelling from the mountaintops. Maybe it's working. Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anaromo uh, looks like he received his second interview with the Cardinals. So all of a sudden, he's a hot name in that head coaching search. Yeah, I mean, look, so, I mean, somebody's finally paying attention to the work he's done in Cincinnati. Monty Ossendorf, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, I think he has another interview this Friday coming up, Lou does. So hopefully, you know, I mean, he'll get an opportunity to, you know, it's not about getting the job. It's about getting an opportunity to present yourself in a clear, concise manner to where you can demonstrate. The advantage of coming from Cincinnati, if you're Lou Amaromo, is you have to understand how Cincinnati operates. They are very old school. They go back to Paul Brown's days when he was coaching the Cleveland Browns. The coaches do a lot of scouting. And the coaches basically control the scouting element of their position. It's a little, it's a little like college recruiting. And so you, Lou... When you watch their defense and you see what they've done and their young players that they brought in and how they've developed them, a lot of that comes from his ability to evaluate. So it's a great value to have with your head coach because he's kind of built that defense in the vision that he wanted it in, whether it's the free agent signing, DJ Reader, Hendrickson, or the guys they drafted. So, I mean, for him, that, that's a great opportunity. He had a lot of experience in personnel when you work at Cincinnati. Okay. Now back to as we transition here on the Lombardi line, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael, uh, the Lombardi look ahead on Friday, which is available for VSIN pros, VSIN.com slash subscribe. You wrote this, and this is for perfectionists beware. Before each team boards their plane, which is today, in real time, they could be boarding as the Lombardi line airs. The game plan will be 95% completed. There will be tinkering throughout the week leading up to the game centered around the injury report. We'll get to the injuries, but that's interesting because if you're a perfectionist and you've still got six seven days to go yet you've got 95 percent of your game plan implemented this next stretch here is dangerous yeah i mean you know what you want to do is you don't want to second guess yourself but the other thing you want to do is not fall prey to you think you have the perfect plan right so to me the best the best coaches always put their game plan in and then reverse reverse strategize, right? So what does that mean? That means that you basically say, where could we be wrong with this plan? What will we have to adjust with this plan? How will they react with this plan? You know, what's going to happen if they do this? We need to do that. And so you're basically playing the game through the entire week. 
through this. And so you, your strategy is really now about in game. How do we handle this? You know, if, if we show them this early, what we think they're going to do this, okay, so then we have to be prepared to do that. And you're coaching your team up on those things. You're trying to keep your team within the framework of the game as it's being played in terms of what they're going to do and how they're going to adjust. So nobody's really caught off guard. You know, like nobody's surprised by how they react. Like, like I've often said many times, the first quarter is about assessment. The second and the third quarter is about adjustment. The fourth quarter stands alone. And so you've got to prepare yourself like that. It's one of the reasons why chess players are so good, you know, because what they do is they study they study all the things that, they, that, that become very important, you know, and, and they study prior games. So when they get into a situation where they are, uh, where they are put, where they have to adjust, they can make the moves that they have to. So they always, you know, one of the things, and I, I tweeted this out this morning from the great Shane Parrish, who runs Farnham Street, uh, a great newsletter you get every week, and it's poor for business. But he said the first thing chess masters do after an opponent makes a move is to think about strat- isn't to think about strategy or winning, rather ask themselves, where is the threat? And that's what coaches have to do. So avoid stupidity before you seek brilliance. So where's the threat? And that's kind of how the first and second and third quarter all go forward. And the adjustments, of course, Michael, based on injuries as well. We know the cluster at wide receiver for the Chiefs. How about Avante Maddox? He was, now again, the Eagles issued their third official injury report on Friday. He was on it. He was in a boot at practice. But it looks like the update is Avante Maddox, the nickel cornerback, is going to play on Sunday. I fully expect him to play. He played last week and he didn't get hurt. I think this is all precautionary. And look, if you can go, if you have any chance to go, you're going, right? If you have any chance to go, you're going. And, you know, just the same with Landon Dickerson, the, 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 the left guard. He's going to go. You know, he's got the elbow injury. But now that's one of those where can he, can he have enough power in his, in his hand? Same thing with Lane Johnson. I mean, his groin's not 100%. He's going to try to go out there and see what he can do. But everybody's going to go. But it's going to be in the first quarter that we're going to see how far they can go. Okay, coming up in our matchup spotlight, we'll get into the Eagles pass game versus that Chiefs secondary. But coming up next here on the Lombardi line, Megan Payton joins the show. Handicapper, she's got one, two, three, four props for the Super Bowl coming up, plus a pro tip. So Megan Payton next here, Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. to the Lombardi line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's a great deal leading up to the big game. An introductory offer right now. You can become a VSIN pro. We'll take care of the Super Bowl handicapping for you for $9.99. Damn. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Pro tools, including the pro picks at a glance, pro tips. When you get the pro tools, you get the betting splits. Very important. That's our most popular feature. You can do it all right now for $9.99, including Thomas Gable's basketball picks. Make sure you check it out. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. We're going to welcome in handicapper, betting analyst, wager talk, also host of Peyton's Place on YouTube, Megan Peyton. She's got three props, also a great pro tip to go. As we say, good morning and thank you for joining us, uh, Megan. I heard you talking during the break, so let's start here. We talked about the coaches having a lot of time with these two weeks between uh, also bad for better sometimes because you get indecisive. I know you like the Eagles on the money line and you like the under, but sometimes with too much time, you can start dancing between, right? You're absolutely right, Patrick. And thank you, Michael Patrick, for having me on uh, this morning. It's always fun to break down the Super Bowl. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got to like just take a moment and say, hey, I know there's a lot of time and our minds want to change, but you have to stay with what your gut says. I mean, at some point, like we could overanalyze this thing. And that was my biggest pro tip is just don't contradict yourself, at least not too much, because it's very easy with so many different player props out there, so many different angles that you can take to be taking two things that really just don't align. So you said that I had Eagles money line. That's absolutely right. So I like the Eagles to win this game. 
But here's the thing. If I like the Eagles to win this thing, I've got to find props that match this, and I've got to find angles that kind of go with that. Uh, we can break down some of the player props I have as well. But one thing that I'm going to be eyeing is the total under 50 and a half. So I said this before. If you like Eagles to win, take under 50 and a half. Now, if you like Kansas City to win, I'd say take over because if the Eagles are going to win this game, it's going to be with their superpower, which is the run game. Now, the Kansas City has an elite quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. If Kansas City's going to win this game, I'd probably take over 50 and a half because they are going to be moving the ball down the field through the air. But I'm going all Eagles here. So Eagles money line and under 50 and a half, Patrick. And so you think you think Philly is going to control the, your visualization of the game is Philly is going to control this through their ground game. And you think that they'll be able to do that against the Chiefs. So that's why you like the under. And when you really examine the Chiefs season, I mean, the, it's remarkable. Most of their high scoring games have come on the road. I mean, seven of their nine uh, games that they've been above 30 points have happened on the road, which you would think. They're, you know, that that wouldn't because of their passing game. But Mahomes is so good. But you feel like they'll be able, the Philly will run the ball on them and control the clock and limit Kansas City from scoring points. That would be my approach, Michael. And I was a little bit hesitant on this last week when the Eagles were going up against a top run defense in the San Francisco 49ers, but they had no problem. And look, I understand that the San Francisco 49ers had some issues on offense and obviously some unfortunate injuries there, but defensively, the Eagles ran right through them. They had 148 rushing yards last week, and I don't expect it to be much different going up against a Chiefs defense that's not as strong in San Francisco. I like Jalen Hurts to use his feet a lot, but I also am looking at Miles Sanders. I think that a lot of people are talking about Kenneth Gainwell because we saw him come in and we saw him being very productive last week, but that's because the Eagles were up by so many. The reason I'm going to look at Miles Sanders over 59 and a half rushing yards is because he's an elite runner that they wanted to keep healthy. He hit this, he hit over this 11 times in the uh, regular season. He hit over this against the Giants. I actually like Miles Miles Sanders as my leading rusher on some books. You can still get that in plus money. So that's kind of a fun angle to find some plus money in a rushing prop. Well, what I like about this is Megan's pro tip, Megan Payton joining us here on the Lombardi line, your pro tip with so many prop options available for the Super Bowl. It's important not to contradict yourself. As you said at the onset of this conversation, create a game script and bet accordingly. Well, if we go ahead and throw up Megan's bets, you can see as she mentioned, she likes the Eagles correlation. She likes the under. She likes Jalen Hurts under 244.5 pass yards, Miles Sanders over the rush yards. So there's a correlation there, Megan. Absolutely. And then, and then I do have a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. And I don't think the Chiefs are going to do nothing. Like, you have to be realistic, too. And uh, this is one of my, all right, it's the basic prop bet that I have. You're not going to get a uh, great value on that. I think it's like minus 120, minus 130. But that's because Travis Kelsey is getting more red zone targets than any pass catcher in the entire league. He had 12 touchdowns in the regular season. Travis Kelsey is this elite player that connects well with Patrick Mahomes. Homes. So at some point, you've got to find, you know, a couple different angles. But yes, absolutely. The Eagles money line under 50 and a half and Jalen Hurts under his passing yards with Miles Sanders over his rushing yards. That's all because this is how I see the game script going. Yeah, and I think that's perfect. I think you got to lay the game out in your head. You've got to see the way it goes and then bet accordingly. And look, throw in the Kelsey because you know when they do move the ball, Kelsey is going to be the guy that gets it in the end zone whether they try to stop him or not. The Raiders did. He scored four touchdowns in that game even though they had him doubled on every play. So I think that's good. So let's play it another way. If, if Kansas City win, if, if you like Kansas City, how would you visualize that game going? Well, I'd take Kansas City Moneyline. Let's start there. I'd look at the over, if uh, over 50 and a half, because that means that Kansas City is going to be doing a lot through the air. So we're going to see points up on the board. We're going to have to see the Eagles compete through the air with Jalen Hurts. You're going to be looking at more on the wide receiver end with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Uh, I'd even look at tight end Dallas Goddard. That means that the Eagles cannot just rely on the run. They've got to move the ball down the field. Now here's the, you know, 
thing right now is we can't bet on a lot of Kansas City wide receivers because of the injuries. We don't know about Juju Smith-Schuster. We know that there's a few different uh, wide receivers that are questionable, but we still have another week. So I'd look at Patrick Mahomes maybe over on his passing yards. I'd take a peek at some Eagles wide receivers because it is the Super Bowl. These are the two number one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. I think it's going to be a close game regardless. I'd look at it from more the receiving end and then the over on Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Okay, Megan Payton joining us here. Great stuff. We've got the pro tip up. Remember, all pro tips categorized. You can get them for VEASAN pros. Also, Megan's plays will be up there for the pros as well. Are you getting silly? And what I mean by silly is these prop bets. We've talked about it, Megan. We've got two weeks now, a week to go. The South Point's got over 400 props. You know, I bet MGM's got over 350 props. But the 50-50s, tails never fails. Heads, are you going to get silly with any of these props like the coin flip? Absolutely. That's the fun part of the Super Bowl. You have to get silly with some of the props. Tails never fails. I've said that and I've gone with that the last few years. So we have to roll with tails. Now the Gatorade color, this is where like I, I find myself overanalyzing this one, but I'm going with the yellow green combo because again, my game <laughs> script is the Eagles winning and I like the color green with the green in Philly and we haven't seen it in a few years. By the way, the last time the Gatorade color was green, it was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. Combine two colors, better odds. I like it. <laughs> Picasso. How about the national Mike, anthem? I love it. I, lo- I love that you researched the, what the color was. I mean, I, I don't even remember the color of the Super Bowls. I, I don't even remember the Gatorade of that one. I just know we won. That like that was the most important thing. What, what about exactly. the, the national anthem? Are you on the over or the under on that time code? Oh, gosh, that's a market I haven't started diving into, but I got to get into it, Michael. I mean, I go over just because, um, you know, people people like their moment. I think people like to take their time. Yeah, no doubt. Draw it out. Yeah. I like to be over. Chris, Chris Stapleton is, Michael, I don't, we talked about him yesterday. He's going to be singing it. That's the American uh, country singer. Either of you familiar, Megan, you familiar with Chris Stapleton? Texas. So absolutely. I'm a country girl. Chris Stapleton, he's got some great music, but country, I think country likes to go a little bit longer too. They can hold those notes a bit, throw a little twang on there. Chris Stapleton over. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. It's yeah, so good. There's, That's there, so good. there's like the Zabruder film. So what happens is right before when they start, you know, I guess... Uh, rehearsing, Michael, they'll have people over there with stopwatches, but then it's never yeah. quite, you know, the, it, it's we, never we try to get there, inside yeah. information. It's never quite right. We try to get inside information. Okay, Megan, yeah. great job. So just again, just to recap, you like the Eagles money line. You like the under 50 and a half for the game. You like Jalen Hurts to go under on the passing yards, 244 and a half. Miles Sanders over 59 and a half. And yes, on a Travis Kelsey touchdown. Absolutely. And one thing that I'll actually add in, too, is a lot of times you'll see these numbers kind of shift upwards because the public loves to bet on the over. So that's another angle to have here is everyone's betting on the Super Bowl and the public changes the line. So even when we look at a Jalen Hurts number at 244 and a half passing yards, even if you think he's going to have a great game through the air, that over only hit five times during the regular season. And those were against terrible defenses. So we're going to see numbers like pass. Passing yards go up a bit just because the public loves betting on overs. Great, great, well great job. Great job, well Megan. Put. Awesome. Yep. Bet- betting awesome. analyst, wagertalk.com, hosts Peyton's Play on YouTube. Make sure you check it out and follow Megan on Twitter, at MeganPayton7. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate you. Thank, thank you very you, much. Hey, enjoy Super Bowl week. I appreciate you guys having me on. Okay, thank you so thank much. You. Megan Payton. And she's so right, especially when you're looking at the passing yards props and the rush props. They're going to be elevated because you're getting a lot of novice betters jumping into the jumping into the. She did jumping into the market, so you're going to push those numbers up. So there you have it. I love it. It's all about symmetry. It's all about symmetry and props. And I think whether she's right or wrong, the symmetry that she based her picks on is perfect. Yeah. Build the script, as you say. Eagles pass game versus the Chiefs secondary. That's next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM. Heyo. Also, an authorized gaming partner of the association, place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more. If one of your legs misses, you're going to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into the promotion on BetMGM's website or app. With the one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big. The home team to cover and over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll receive up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if you miss one of your legs. Of course, vcin.com. You can check out all the information and betmgm.com for more. 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. You have to be 21 years or older to wager. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line the Eagles and Chiefs en route, en route, en route, as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Let's get into a spotlight here, Michael. The Eagles pass game against the Chiefs secondary and some interesting notes here. The Chiefs will have four, of course, rookie defensive backs playing in this game. McDuffie, Williams, Watson, and Cook. Now, historically, good job here, Elliot. Uh, 81-82, some guys you've heard of here. The 49ers had three in the secondary. Ronnie Lott, Eric Wright, and Carlton Williamson. We should probably just stop there, and I'll let you run with your remembrances of some two pretty good ones there, and Lott, Wright, and then, of course, Carlton Williamson as well. Well, yeah, I mean, Ronnie was a you know high draft pick, a corner, could play safety, physical tackler, you know, and he was able to set the tempo. They, they found Dwight Hicks as a free agent kind of surfing around. They drafted Eric Wright. Really one of the best corners that I've ever watched. I learned a lot from watching him play long, lean, could turn and run. And Carlton Williamson was an in-the-box safety back in that day. There was, that's when the in-the-box safeties were in, in vogue. So, But let's not forget that that defense, that young defense, was all predicated off of their ability to get the lead with their offense. It was the West Coast system, and so they're able to play from in front, much like what Kansas City tries to do. Kansas City knew they needed to get younger. They knew they needed to get better on the outside, and they have. A lot of this is going to come down to, really, Frank Clark and, you know, Chris Jones inside, uh, Calafaris, the kid they drafted in the first round. So it's going to come down to that. But to me, the concern I would have is if, if Philly can protect, can these corners cover? Now, San Francisco got into a man-to-man game against them and didn't really have a problem. Hurts missed a couple deep throws, made one. 
But I think Spagnola, who's so aggressive, and he's trying to create negative plays, that Spagnola is always trying to create one negative play. That's all he wants on a drive. He wants one negative play. He wants to get you in second and 14. He wants to get you in third and 12. He wants to get you in a negative play where you have to check it down and you can't. And he's going to learn from San Francisco's ability how they rushed how they rushed Hurts in the pocket, right? They kept their ends even to the quarterback, and then they squeezed the pocket inside. Nobody ran past the quarterback. So I think if he can do that and these corners play to their level – the game's going to come down to can the Chiefs corner match up, and we'll see. You know, and instinctively, I would say no because I think that I think the receivers for Philly are a little bit better. But a lot of that's going to come down to how they play, and I think that's going to determine the game, determine the Eagles' passing game. Just to edify a little bit, you wrote about this those two points in the Lombardi lookhead. So I'll read them specifically and, and have you react again. The Chiefs, this is from Michael Lombardi on Friday. The Chiefs want to force one negative play a series, either from blitzing or their front creating a sack. They don't care about yards. Again, this is the Chiefs defense and their philosophy. They only care about creating the one negative play which can get the ball back to their offense. That's it. That's all they want. They just want that. They just want to create that. And how they do it, they do it with zero blitz. They do it with, you know, middle of the field open. You know, they'll, they'll bring everybody. They'll put their corners on an island. All they're trying to do is get you to rush, make a quick mistake, you know, and take advantage of that. Now, the problem is when you play so much man against Jalen Hurts, if you don't coordinate your pass rush in terms of keeping him in the pocket and contained, he's going to run on scramble runs, Right. He's going to take off and run for that third and nine. You're in man coverage, and your backs are to him, and he escapes the pocket because your tackles don't contain him inside and your ends run up the field. You get into a little bit of a problem. This game early on, like San Francisco, is going to be determined by how we view this pass rush. How is this pass rush being coordinated? Joe Cullen, the defensive coordinator, uh, excuse me, he was the defensive coordinator at Jacksonville last year. He's the D-line coach. Brandon Daly who's a remarkable story, right? Brendan Daly, I think this might be his – he went to three Super Bowls with us in New England. I think this is his third Super Bowl in Kansas City. I mean, this guy's got uh, – and he's the linebacker coach. He's got a ton of Super Bowls to his experience, but he also knows how to coordinate a pass rush from inside. So that's going to be the key. Hurts can break your pass coverage down if he takes off and runs. You then said, which I love this, and I'll ask you the question that you posed. Uh, Maybe it was rhetorical, but let's get into this. The Birds' offense will challenge the Chiefs on the outside, and we just talked about those rookies in the secondary. And if this game becomes a man-to-man game, can the Chiefs' corners hold up? You said you're not sure. You continue with that train of thought? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm just not sure that Watson can hold up outside. I'm not sure McDuffie can. I think when you watch the Raider game, when the Raiders were going – in the game in Kansas City, not the game in Las Vegas. The game in Las Vegas, Chris Jones took that game over. The Raiders couldn't block him. Even though the Raiders were open in the secondary, they have time to throw the football. I think it's going to come down to that. Can they throw the football? Can they hold up? And if the pass rush isn't dominant, right? I think we saw that a little bit when we watched Jacksonville, right? When we saw Jacksonville play against them, uh, the pass rush was, I thought, I'm, I thought Kansas City's pass rush would give Jacksonville some trouble. But it didn't. It didn't. And frankly, you know, Jacksonville ran for 144 yards in that game. So, but they, but they turned it over twice. Again, Kansas City's about negative plays and turnovers. They could care less about yards. They could care less about yards. They're going to try to win the red zone. They're the, but think about this, Patrick. They're the 31st team in red zone defense. Why? Hmm. Because they take chances and they leave a guy open. They take chances and and, and somebody breaks the coverage and they leave a guy open. Philly will take advantage of that. So that red zone is going to have to get better and they can't allow the ball to get thrown over their head. So I love this. So then, Michael, let's apply that philosophy to the props market because so often you see that read option with Philly and then they take those shots with those go routes with Brown and Devontae Smith. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you Brown, Goddard, and Smith their receiving yards prop for the Super Bowl. And then now let's kind of use that philosophy with the rookies and the corners not holding up potentially. Brown is set at 70 and a half on his receiving yards. Goddard set at 48 and a half. And Devontae Smith is set at 61 and a half. Based on what you just laid out for us, does one of the three stand out to you? Goddard. I'm playing Goddard all the way. I think they okay. can attack the middle of the field. 
I think they can attack the middle of the field on the Chiefs' defense. You know, whether it's whether it's attacking Thornhill, the free safety, or Reed, the strong safety. You know, Byron Cook has played in there, the second-round pick. He's been in there, too. So I think Goddard will have a good game. I think Goddard will be the key to them. They'll run tight end screen. They'll do all the things to get Goddard the football. So I would play Goddard. Love it. Love it. Man, it, that is it is wild if you, if you look at it that way. After... In 2016 and 17, which you remember fondly, the, uh, the the Falcons started two rookie defensive backs, Keanu Neal and Brian Poole. They lost to the Patriots, I think you may remember, 34-28. to 28. Yeah. But again, this is unprecedented with the four rookies in the defensive backfield in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it is. But a lot of it's going to come down to, look, they have, they have basically, they have Eight rookies on their on their defense this year. Eight rookies made their defense this year. Incredible. Again, why is that? Because Mahomes is making so much money. You know, Mahomes is making so much money. And so you've got to have a really good draft. And you have to have college free agents make your team. It's the same thing in Philadelphia. Even though Philly doesn't have a high-priced quarterback, Philly was able to get two or three college free agents make their team. And their draft all made their team. And so that's how you build from within. That's how you're able to adapt and figure out this cap. If you don't have that, you can't afford it because you've got to pay Chris Jones. You've got to pay Patrick Mahomes. You've got to pay Kelsey. You know, you've got to make choices. And they paid their offensive line. They paid Tooney. They're going to pay Orlando Brown. They've already paid him in a, with a tag. So that's where you have to make your hay. And you've got to be able to be willing to go young on defense as long as they're smart enough to adapt to what we're doing. And I think Willie Gay is the key. Nick Bolton's the other key to this. Those two players have made the Chiefs a better defense. If you're scouring the Eagles' passing props, check this out. The Chiefs' secondary, they gave up 33 passing touchdowns. That was 32nd in the NFL overall, Michael. Passing yards allowed, they were 19th. Opponent completion percentage, they were 22nd in the NFL. So, the Eagles, we just heard Megan talk about she thinks they're going to run the football. If they want to throw the football, you can have success against this young secondary for the Chiefs. Yeah, but remember, let's go back to the game where the Chiefs dominated them in, in week four. I know it's not relevant, but the Chiefs were able to control that ball. They were nine for ten on third down. And so, you know, for the Chiefs, when their defense, when their offense is controlling the ball, they play less defense, right? They play less mm-hmm. defense, and that's kind of what they want to do. They want to create turnovers, gain a possession here and there, and create negative plays and forget the yards. Okay, Michael, we got another hour to go, and the return of the legend, Howard Eskin, will join us oh coming up in the next hour can in about do, 25 minutes. Can we do 15 minutes. minutes with the Eagles and 15 minutes on Joel Embiid? He's plays the Knicks tonight. I got to look at that line. I think, I think people are clamoring for it in the return of Thomas Gable as we continue along on a Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.